Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We're your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week? Not bad, Tyler, not bad. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I mean, I think, uh, think as good as anyone can be during this uh, shutdown of the economy, of the world, as we uh, wait for this pandemic to pass. Um, but, you know, like we mentioned last week, uh, last week's episode, you know, it's not really any new movies coming out. You know, if uh, nothing was delayed, we could be talking about Mulan next week. That's not happening. So, since the uh, first director series did pretty good, let's, why not continue it? We're going very original, just like the last one. We're talking about another British director, but he is, I would say the word that comes to mind, he is very stylish in how he directs his movies. We're talking about the one and only Edgar Wright. He has not made a huge blockbuster film, but he has made very memorable films. Mike, what has he made so far? Well, if we are going in order, he debuted with the wonderful Shaun of the Dead, the zombie romantic comedy that came out of nowhere in the early 2000s, which is known as a classic. Um, Unfortunately, the movie didn't really i mean it definitely succeeded in the box office but i gotta say i don't know if america was ready for that raunchy english comedy just yet that being said he followed that up with the second film which is hot fuzz which is a uh, buddy cop comedy action movie thirdly he ventured out into the big world of i guess superhero movies technically comic yeah, definitely pulls from that we'll call it a comic book movie scott pilgrim versus the world i think we're on four four he, he did the finale for the cornetto trilogy which is how to put this they're all connected but they're not connected at all and that is Shaun of the dead hot fuzz and finally the world's end and his most recent film, if you haven't heard about it, you've heard us bitch about it for not winning an Oscar, is Baby Driver. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if you have not seen Baby Driver, then you have absolutely heard us complain uh, in its defense. But, yep, those are his movies. Um, obviously, uh, he has a horror movie coming out. Well, supposed to come out this September. We'll see now at this point. And the other biggest thing he was attached to, uh, superhero-wise, was Ant-Man. Uh, before creative differences between him and Marvel Studio, they they, you know, they went their separate ways. Uh, so he could have had a superhero movie, but we'll talk about the movies he actually finished. I would say the first thing when when I think of Edgar Wright, I do think of the Cornetto trilogy first, and I think an issue, I wouldn't say an issue, but something he has to work on for the rest of his films is maybe he wants to be known more than that. Now, that's not to take away from the Cornetto trilogy; they are fantastic movies, and he should be proud of them. They're fantastic. I agree. They're all works of art. Yeah, you can't go wrong with one. But I would say watching all of his movies, that a lot of them are actually unique in the style that he doesn't. So just to pick a few, um, Hot Fuzz, with the constant jokes going back and forth, back and forth, and the quick cut, quick cuts that he uses in the movie, it works. Scott Pilgrim, the standout feature of the style, besides the style of like, he makes it look like it's a live-action comic book at times. Yeah. Um, the fights are choreographed so fucking well. And then even Baby Driver, the style is the music, how the music fits to what the characters do. 
motion, every movement mm-hmm. the music is saying to. Yes. And then you actually see touches of that in Shaun of the Dead. That was very early on of his music splicing into film. There's the uh, scene in the bar where they're fighting all the zombies and Queen comes on and it's Don't Stop Me Now. When they're hitting the zombies with the pool cues, it's in sync with the beat of Don't Stop Me Now. Okay, so it's something he's brought with him over time. Correct. But, um, I mean, besides that, besides the style, the visual flair that he brings, it's just that, you know, he's a funny dude. Like, the, the scripts, he you know, he writes himself or he helps write. I mean, a lot of the jokes are on point. Yeah, they are. And it's very, uh, it's not like Kevin Hart rock type of funny where it's the comedy is right in your face. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of subtle comedy as well. It's subtle comedy. It's reference comedy. Um, yeah, like it's not like, oh, I'm stupid. I just hit the wall. Ha ha ha. Like, no, I mean, there, you know, there's a purpose to the joke. Yeah, I will say. <clears throat> his movies, they get better every time you watch them because you pick up new things you didn't notice and new jokes you didn't notice. Especially in the Cornado trilogy. I definitely pick up stuff rewatching those movies. Like, when I watched The World's End several times, it took me so long to pick up the majority of the jokes. I'm sure I still miss some. Like, the running joke of Gary's mom being dead. Like I, Yeah, that, how they just constantly reference it. Yeah, how they constantly reference it. And then Nick Frost is telling Simon Pegg, you know, people could actually die. And Gary's like, I know my mom could actually be dead. And then Nick Frost breaks the glass. And then at the end, when Nick Frost is going through all the people that didn't make it, he mentions Gary's mom. Yeah. Yeah. You brought, you brought up the jokes, but like, yeah, like he doesn't waste the script page. Like, nope. Movies, his movies are usually jam packed. And even on a first glance, like you said, like you need to rewatch them. On first glance, it's like, ah, you know, it's fine. It makes sense. Like, there's some deeper meaning behind some of the stuff. And, you know, you, you see threads connected throughout the movie. Obviously, I, I was going to say, you know, what's your best movie? But obviously, we will save that for the list. What is a movie? Because, like, again, we're just saying how great it is. What's one movie that gives you the most issues? It doesn't have to be a bad movie. But, you know, one that stands out that's not as good as the rest. I mean, that's easy. That's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Agreed. For me, like, the movie just didn't click. <clears throat> and I like comic book movies. I love Edgar Wright. It's just something about the movie. I just, maybe it's Michael Sarah. Maybe I just don't like watching him. But it just wasn't my cup of tea. That doesn't mean it's a bad movie, because it was definitely well done. Like you said, the style of it is on point. It literally makes it seem like it's a comic book movie, like straight from the pages. I agree. Yeah, because yeah, I actually uh, watched that for the first time, so I was prepared for this podcast. I was, th- this almost was uh, a prestige for me, where at first I wasn't liking a movie, but then the ending was like, okay, this is an amazing movie. This kind of did it, but not as well. Uh, Two thirds of the movie, I'm like, why do I care about Michael Sarah's character? He is a douchebag. He doesn't do anything for himself and it's like why shouldn't i feel sad about him now obviously they do fix that toward the end where he does realize you know he kind of really treated the asian girl like shit apologizes you know makes up with the band and like there is some growth there but i have to wait until like the last 20 minutes to see any growth and it really was like the side characters were like the more standout like his uh his gay roommate he was great at first i didn't like him but like at least, unlike Michael Sarah's character, he knew he was an asshole. He acted like an asshole. 
but because he was honest with it and just did his thing, is like I, that was more enjoyable to watch. But I will say, for a movie in 2010, it's got a stacked cast. Oh, it does. Compared to his other movies. I was just going to mention that. But also, I think the cast, it was stacked because mm-hmm. they were a bunch of unknowns at the time. That, that's true. I mean, yes, 10 years later, some of them are more, are more well-known. Uh, Anna yeah. Kendrick and stuff, but yeah. Chris Evans, yeah, he's huge now. Yeah. Well, this came out one year before his Captain America run started, so yeah. And he was just coming, let's say he was coming up from the Fantastic Four franchise, burning to flames, no pun intended. But, uh, so yeah, a lot of the cast is a lot of actors before they really blew up. Yeah, a lot of them, except Michael Sarah. Yeah, he, he uh, never really, he kind of stayed exactly where he was at. Oh yeah, I mean, obviously the, the, the key girlfriend, Ramona, I mean... She's in Birds of Prey, so, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's One of the best funny. parts of Birds of Prey, too. Uh, that's a different discussion for a different time, Tyler. I know, I know. I just, I had Scott point that out. But yeah, I agree with you. I mean, Scott Pilgrim, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie, but it's definitely a movie that's... Not I, on par with the rest. I would go on YouTube to watch the fight scenes, and that's it. That, that's basically it. Like, the, unlike his other movies, this one is not really rewatchable. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess before, before we go into our list and I guess so we can talk, so we don't spoil the list, we'll do a list and then we'll talk about our favorite movie. What do you think he should do post his next movie? You know, it's supposed to be a horror movie set in London. Past that, what do you want to see from him? I don't know, honestly, because he's, it seems like he wants to go away from the comedy, which I get. Mm-hmm. He had three rock solid comedies. So, and I get it. He wants to grow as a director and make different films, and it proved fruitful for Baby Driver, which I guess you would call it a crime. It was funny, action. but I would consider it an action movie. Yeah, a crime action drama, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and that was amazing. So, I guess we're gonna have to wait and see for the next movie for me to tell you about that because. I'm okay with him doing virtually anything at this point. He's done no wrong yet. Agreed. Um, I guess the one thing I'd want from him is, unless it's a new movie uh, with Simon Pegg or Nick Frost, I would like him to keep doing original movies. The Canelo Trilogy, they're all unique movies. Baby Driver's <laughs> unique. His new one is supposed to be unique as well. The only thing that he's done that was not original it's Scott Pilgrim because that was based off a comic book. Which you know, maybe that maybe that's his issue is that he's great at making stories, but maybe he's not as good as adapting stories. It's possible. But even then, I'm not going to give him shit for Scott Pilgrim. It's just the characters themselves, like some of the characters, Michael Sarah. Yeah. And the movie would have worked much better any other way. Yeah. If anything, my main issue is the source material uh, of the movie. Edgar Wright did a good, I think, a good job considering what we had to work with. But I guess with that. Mike, do you want to give us your list of worst to best? Worst to best should be no shock. Coming in last place, we have Hot Fuzz. Just Sorry, kidding. what? It's Scott, hmm? Just kidding. It's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Then we have Shaun of the Dead. Ooh, this is going to be a tough one now. I'm going to say Hot Fuzz, Baby Driver, World's End. All right, my list will be last place, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Fourth place will be it will be Shaun of the Dead. 
Third place will be Baby Driver. Second place will be uh, World's End. And first place will be Hot Fuzz. So, All right. So this should be interesting. Tyler, why did you choose Hot Fuzz? Uh, I chose Hot Fuzz because it is a movie I fell in love with the first time I watched it. I fell in love with it. I just, it stayed with me. It stayed with me. The characters, the jokes. It stayed with me. It's rewatchable. I can put that on anytime. I will not be bored. I watch clips on YouTube. I, I, I have it in 4K. It's, I love the movie. I think the movie is peak Simon Pegg. Actually, no, scratch that. It's not the peak Simon Pegg. That's World's End. But it's peak Nick Frost. It is oh, also yeah. peak side characters. For the characters, uh, Edgar Wright wrote for the movie. They're at their top. They're the village. And honestly, I, I think for me personally, the movie came out when I was living in Ireland at the time. And in seeing like a small village, like a small town area, it kind of hit me a little differently. So I do have that you know connection to it that's different from, say, other people watching it. Um, but I just... It's like, honestly, toward the end with the final battle where Edgar Wright's basically oh, yeah. parodying Bad Boys, it's a better Bad Boys. It is. It 100% uh, is. You have James Bond being a villain. I know. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, you know, Timothy Dalton, you know, he can he can basically do no wrong. He, he killed it in his performance. But yeah, no, th- those are just, I know it's a bunch of different reasons, but that's why, yeah, that's why Hot Fuzz is up there. Though it is really close with the world's end. But uh, why is World's End your number one? What stood out to you? Well, as much as I love Hot Fuzz, and it is the movie that got me hooked on Edgar Wright, the World's End I can just watch endless times. Because, and the I remember, because I saw the uh, Cornetto trilogy in theaters. They had a select screening that showed Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, World's End, all back to back. And when Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz came out, I was too young to see it in theaters. So I definitely hopped on this chance when World's End came out. So that also holds another special place. But it's it's the subtle humor of the film that I absolutely love. Plus you get Simon Pegg's, I think one of his greatest performances he's ever given. It's his best and performance he has ever given. Let's just stop right there. Yeah. So... Because, you know, with the original Cornetto trilogy, it's always Simon Pegg. He's the guy that has his shit together. Nick Frost is the dumb friend who really is kind of a dope. This movie switched it around, and it worked just as well, if not better. You know, Simon Pegg is this cool guy in high school. The world only goes up from there, except it doesn't. And it hits on very real issues of uh, adolescent alcoholism and how it affects them in their futures. Not to say, you know, all popular kids in high school become alcoholics, but in this case, for him, it was, and it was his story, you know, I guess fighting his inner demons. I would say inner demons, Um, and I guess the best way to put it is, like you said, he never moved on. That was the best night of his life, and, like, basically, throughout the movie, it's it's him by the end, like... Reliving it, but then also breaking past that, I would say, obviously with Nick Frost's help. Yeah, and finally moving on while the world is ending around them. And plus, that twist where he got his life together. Yes, there's the apocalypse, but hey, you know, he's all right now. Yeah, Gary fucking King. But yeah, I'll, I'll say it again. That twist came out of nowhere the first time I watched it. I was not expecting it whatsoever. 
And then he uh, pulled the kid's head off and it was a fucking robot. Blew my mind. I think the biggest shock for me for that movie was... It wasn't the alien twist. Because obviously that was, you know, in the trailers quite a bit. But just this twist that's just like, the aliens are, fuck it, we're gone. Yeah. We don't want it anymore. <laughs> it's yeah. like... Just arguing with Simon Pegg's character. It's like, you know what? Movie, I was thinking like, oh, how are they going to fight? Like, obviously there's going to be a head honcho alien guy. How's it go? It's like, they just give up. He talks them to it, death. Yeah, it turns into a drunk argument of child... <laughs> Childness. I mean, it does prove they were kind of right. You know, the world kind of did go to shit. Yeah. But like we said, like we said earlier, like you, you can't go wrong with a favorite of the Cornetto trilogy. You can't. Did you have any more other thoughts on Wright or any of the Cornetto movies? Yeah, actually, I just have one thought. Go watch his movies. You're not going to be disappointed. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, put Scott Pilgrim on the least important. But hey, look—if you're looking for something to watch, it's not the worst movie. Like you'll have you'll have some fun. You're in quarantine. Guess what? You got four movies to watch right now: Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, World's End, Baby Driver. In that order, you're gonna have a good time. And don't say you don't got the time because it is quarantine. So you got time for. But Mike, if people have actually seen these movies, uh, and we kind of hope, you know, listeners of this podcast has at least seen one of them, Baby Driver, um, where can they let us know what they thought about these movies? Well, as always, you can let us know through our email, which is Entertainment Expansion Outlook. But hey, don't feel like using that. Come on down to our Instagram, direct message us, write a post under our, or write a comment under our latest post. And finally, we have our YouTube channel which is fully up and running. We have a bunch more movies that we've talked about. We did talk about Christopher Nolan's films. If you want to give that a watch, that is on there as well. And that is also, you guessed it, named Entertainment Expansion. Check us out. That's true. Also, besides that, go right. We would love to hear your thoughts. Your, who do you want us to talk about? Because, again, the plan is to have one of these every few weeks. We just finished up the second one. If you have ideas for a director you want us to talk about, talk about their work, let us know in the comments as well. We'll take that under consideration. But that is it for this week's episode. As always, thank you for listening. See you next time.